This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it is my actual birthday, the day we were recording this time. If you're listening to it, my birthday was last week. Thank you for the, and I'm going to say the exact number, uh, 12 people who have DM'd me happy birthday <laughs> today. It. Thank you very much. A lot of you. A lot, yeah. All 12 of you. Um, and someone even Venmoed me $15 for a birthday drink, which I thought was the nicest thing. I've. It's the first gift I've gotten today. Mike. Wow. My- <laughs> if you're listening, Mike... It's a week later, and really? I hope that gift has come already. I, I, I'm going to pray for him. I, yeah. I'm praying for him, too. I mean, for those on YouTube, this episode is our first on YouTube. You can see Jordana and her birthday splendor, yes. you know, uh, and, and me and my all black everything. Yeah. Uh, We're ready for filming. I'm ready. ready to go. I'm very. Ex- I'm really excited about this. Thank you to everyone who's already subscribed right. to our YouTube page. That's betches.co slash YouTube is the link to find the YouTube page. That's right. And it's in the link of the description and all that stuff. So we want subscribers. We want you to subscribe. It really costs you zero dollars to subscribe where we're, I, I think this is a, I feel comfortable yes. with this ask is hey go to the YouTube channel subscribe that helps us out also it gives you an opportunity to have it there for when you want it you might not want it today it might be next week it might be, we don't know when you're going to become a YouTube person but people do enjoy watching these episodes and if we get 10,000 subscribers on YouTube we will do a bonus episode we will, we will give dating app makeovers yes on, on YouTube. YouTube yeah so if you guys want that um and you want us to do that get us to 10,000 and it. we'll just keep upping the ante so right. you know and gonna- then you guys would then we'll say we've got once we've gotten to 10,000 I'm confident we will yes um we'll say okay send in your dating app profiles and we'll start giving makeovers we'll start you know Hitting Project Runway here. We'll, you know, start finding our inner Tyra Banks. Exactly. And, you know, if you want to say thank you, if you want to say a happy belated birthday to me, right. you can give me a belated birthday gift if you haven't subscribed yet by going there and subscribing. And a lot of you, exactly 293 people as of this recording, yeah. have already subscribed. There so we go. we're on our way. That was quick, too, because this we, we record the day up. So this yes. is... This is great. And hold on. Let's go back to your birthday. Happy okay. birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Happy oh. birthday to you. I, I got the voice notes this yes. morning. I got two because we're we're at the we're at the age where we neither of us know how to use technology. <laughs> no. So I got I woke up to a 815 early morning wordling. during my wordle hour. Yeah, I got a 44 second happy birthday voice note and then a did it send? <laughs> and then um, I was like, I love it. You're like Marilyn Monroe. 
Um, and then you sent a second version because you weren't sure that the first version sent. Here's what's so confusing about voice notes. You send them and then they like, I guess they disappear, right? You you only get to play them for like two minutes or something. So I think so. I got to save it. Oh, you did? Yeah, you can. There's an option to save. So oh, I have them. Oh, no. If you want to. No. You know. <laughs> Thinking of all the voice notes I've sent out there. No, I, I Jared, you should charge people to come out of the, out of a cake on their birthday and sing. Happy I birthday. would listen. I, play. I the, bet you there's a lot of women who would be interested, guys. Well, this ca- could I be, guess that's what cameo is. But. Yeah, no, but you would physically come. Oh yeah, come out of the cake. Well, sing the song. Let me explain myself. So the first one, I was at my coffee shop, and I was like. And, and a little here's, background noise. Here's the ba- so there was background, but I appreciated that you were doing it in public. I did very publicly. Okay. I <laughs> this is actually it's funny because it's it's funny because you like this is this actually relates to what we talk about in the show, like the idea of like seeing someone post on stories, but they're yeah. not texting you back. Right. So I was about to post like new episode, happy birthday, Jordana episode, and then I was like, wait a minute, I said I was going to send a voice note. So I was like, I hadn't sent the voice note yet. So I was like, I got to send it now before I post this. I don't okay. want to look like I was like some sort of liar. So I like did the voice note and it was amongst the coffee people. <laughs> Was everyone looking at you? Everyone. I'm sure. And then I was like, and then I go to my phone to go check. And then the text doesn't move up the screen. When you send a voice note, it doesn't move yours okay. to the top. So I was like, did I just sing happy birthday to someone random did it disappear it disappeared i don't know where it went so i was like i got it though it's well then you told me you got it but that was as i was taping the second rendition okay that's why i sent it again so i see okay well i got the i got both the second one is a little i'll play the second one because that's more fine-tuned that's when i really let it fly okay there we go but i'm not sure so i may have sang happy birthday to a random person and I wasn't really in good surroundings to do it. So now, let me give the real rendition. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Can you? I can imagine you coming out of a cake. That's the right. Lucky you up Happy listener. For the right amount of subscribers. Yeah. For 20,000 subscribers. <laughs> I'll get out of that cake. Jared will come to your birthday party and come out of a cake. I will. I'll do it. <laughs> and and for th- for 50,000 subscribers, he will dress up in the Marilyn Monroe dress while I'm he's in. doing it. I, listen, at 20,000 subscribers, I'll do a, we'll do a YouTube video of me coming out of the cake thanking you. Yes. We'll do it. We'll put that on the channel. See, this is we we've broken out of our 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 shackles of the audio platform. Exactly. Now we have all the you know the video, and we can do it all now. So we're gonna be in your face. That's right. So all up up. in your face. Exactly. We get to see our reactions. It's gonna be amazing. So we're pumped about the YouTube channel. Pumped about the birthday. I mean, you've gotten all the happy birthdays. Yes. You're anti-slack happy birthday. I am anti-slack. It's funny. Um, I I am always. I really don't like mass birthday texts. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm with you. And the birthday there is a batch in in batches Slack in our company office Slack. There's a Slack, and every 
other day, it feels like someone says happy birthday in Slack to the person whose birthday is, and then you just get like 45 happy birthdays in it. I hate it. I never say happy, on principle, I never say happy birthday to anyone whose birthday has been announced in Slack. A window Um, into what it's like to work for Jordana. No happy birthdays on my watch! I just find it to be like so, um, you're just checking the box. It doesn't feel personal. And actually, I actually think if you're just going to write happy birthday to someone, don't even do it. You could write happy birthday and then a little nice little note. Then you send happy birthday. No one needs your just regular happy birthday text. No, no, no. It, It has to be, hey, Thinking about you on your birthday. Yeah. Something that gives... Hope you're having a great day. Let's... And and yeah. let's also... Let's make a rule here. Let's stop at happy birthday. Don't expect the conversation to go on because then what you've done is you've now looped the person into having like 45 mini conversations right. of small talk That's the opposite the of a gift. Yes. This is a... This is... You've given work to the birthday person? Exactly. And I hate small talk. That's my biggest nightmare. <laughs> Happy birthday. So how you been? No. 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 I've been good. I'm right. I'm old now. That's how I'm been. Yes. I'm, di- I'm closer to death. Let me figure out how to like end this conversation with a emoji... Like a reaction on a different day than my birthday because I'm right. busy on my birthday. Absolutely. And if you write, we should do drinks on... On the birthday, after the happy birthday text, you are that guy. You are horrible. You are the person people avoid. You are the person that we all duck away from when we see him at a party. You are that person. And it's okay. Everyone is redeemable. You can come back from this. I'm I'm giving you a hard truth right now. Unless you're dating. Unless you're, yeah, if you're dating, yes. that's a different, two days. yes. Two, two dates. dates. Happy birthday. Let me take you out. Let me take you out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. But if it's mm-hmm. person oh, from college you haven't, haven't seen in 10 years. Six months, anything more, if I haven't spoken to you within the month, right. don't ask me to do anything. <laughs> Ever. Ever. This is why I have, the, I have it set where my texts delete after a year. I know. I don't know how you do that. You can, it's a memory thing. No, I know how you do it. I'm yeah, saying, right. I don't know why you do that. I oh, I do that because question. it's it's my favorite thing in the world to see if if it makes the cut, the happy birthday followed by the next happy birthday. Oh, that's funny. If you just see, I once posted, it was, it's a friend of mine from college. She, uh, her and my friend from high school, I ended up getting married and she texted me happy birthday. So you know, she would have been just a friend from college and now we're closer because of the, all right. the strings that attach us. So it is so funny. She texted me happy birthday. Then I got a year later, our next text is her saying happy birthday. And then I posted did it. Did you say happy birthday to her? I guess you didn't. I guess the I next didn't. Text. Someone didn't That's say That's also happy. an embarrassing thing when you realize the last text was them wishing you last year a happy birthday. And then they've done it this year and you never wish them a happy birthday. Listen, here's the rule. If you're going to text someone happy birthday and your last text is your happy birthday to them. Don't do it. Friendship's over. Right. You're yeah. done. They haven't even Goodbye. said happy birthday. Right. Over. Yeah. We can we can walk away from this. I actually sometimes do think when it's someone's birthday and I haven't spoken to them a while and I have no real interest in pursuing the friendship. I'm like, should I text them happy birthday or message them? And then I'm kind of like, no, that's giving the wrong idea. Right. This is your chance. It's being a friendship fuck girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Yeah. Because now it's like this obligation. Letting them think that I, that friendship means more than me. To me than right. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Yeah. And these people are out there. They're out there all the time. They're just taking up your time and distracting just, you from. Just refreshing Facebook just to see who's next on their, uh, on their hit list. Listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the question remains, how lonely are you? Yes. You know what I like to do is I like if I see it's someone's birthday on Facebook, and I'm still a Facebook user. I am too, and I know what you're going to say, and I do the same exact thing. Where you see it's their birthday on Facebook, oh, we're still friends? Unfriend. 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 I unfriend. <laughs> I do the I, opposite of, of noticing that so I can write on their wall. It's to defriend it's them to get rid to end of, the conversation and the end the relationship. I I totally I do the same thing. I unfriend people on their birthdays <laughs> and I unfollow people I've dated on their engagement post. Okay. Our story has ended. That's fair. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Goodbye. Free. Go free. Enjoy your love. I'm out. I think that's smart. And I think that um I do that I use I would do that if anyone ever uh, got into a relationship. I okay. So the relationship post, you're out. Yes. Mm. The relationship post, it's like, okay, I'm, um, I don't need to, that's a lingering moment in my head. Now mm-hmm. it's, I'm, I'm doing a cleanse. I also unfollow models when they have their baby. Okay. I'm out. Well, any like Instagram model. Any IG okay. model. Ah, this has gotten too real. You're a mom. I can't that makes be sense. fawning over you anymore. That's why a lot of Instagram models, I feel like, don't post their relationship. It's to keep I, those I Those are probably people. their worst posts. Yeah. The boyfriend, 10 years. And I'm like, ugh, ugh. get out of here. Yeah. No, <laughs> Stop I ruining that. my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> we've, been, we've been in love for years. What are you talking about? Who's this guy? <laughs> It's over. It's over for us. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Um, what's the plan? Tonight? Have we made plans tonight? What's the yeah, birthday? Just, People like hearing. Do they? Uh, I don't know. I like hearing. We're, I like knowing going, what people do for to, their. We're going to Strip House, which is not a strip club. It's a very nice steakhouse. Yes, it's not a it's not. <laughs> it sounds like a strip club. Bring me to the strip club, Mike. Yes. <laughs> That'd be... Strip house. Right. Yes. Jordana's really painting point, a picture of herself. We've been married less than a year. Um, I need to, uh, you know. So your oats. Up. Yes. <laughs> no, we're going to um, a lovely steak dinner. It was nice. Strip house is a nice place. It's got like Good. that. Like, I've never been. I think it has kind of the throwback kind of mobster new yorky okay but it's I li- updated i like a nice dark like dark room mm. martini steak is like a nice birthday it, vibe that me. feels very birthday yeah that'll be fun yeah nice dinner wednesday night new york city it's getting it's cooling down the misty sky it's, nice, it's cool gotham right now yeah yeah a little not sunny but i don't care it's pretty, no uh, it's nice this is this is tonight would be a night i Tonight's a good steak, you know, Gotham, very New yeah. York, foggy. We're going to smoke cigars. Smoke cigars. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Martinis, blue cheese, stuffed olives. Exactly. Love it for you. So Thank happy you. birthday. Um, what are we, what are we what talking you, well, about? What do, you, do you have any shows? I got shows. I got here. shows. I got shows in different area codes. Area codes, shows, <laughs> shows. I got this. The shows, shows bit. Yeah, this is the shows bit. Okay. So, uh, listen, if you're on YouTube, you're getting all the stuff on right the now. road again. On the road again. So, I'm going to be in Buffalo this weekend. If people came to Chicago, thank you. Speaking um, of Gotham type cities, I mean, yeah. I, I love Buffalo. Yes. <laughs> A little, they got a little sensey. Just a tad. Tad sensey last time. Did you get any angry messages? I got one guy that was like, keep buffalo out of your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Keep my city out right. of your fucking mouth. That's what it was. It was very Will Smithian. Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, the most sensitive cities are usually that way for, you know. Imagine being that loyal to a city. I can't imagine being that loyal, loyal to anything. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you said about my wife? Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, 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 to me, it's like obvious. Like we're joking around. Like, I, but also, I don't. Nobody spring breaks in Buffalo, so right. Both can be true. You could have a great town where people are provincial. It's a very like everyone knows each other city. I've said this a couple times, but it's also like you know I'm going to bring the hot. I bring my bag of laughs, all my props. Yeah, and I go on stage and you know honk my clown nose and then leave. Not personal. It ain't personal. Yeah. But I'll be there this weekend. Get so, your tickets if there's any tickets. left. No football game. So you got nothing else to do. There's literally nothing in Buffalo. Get there. Get there. Gonna be in Detroit. Oh, Detroit. It's becoming an issue. Detroit Why? has gotten out of control. Why? All your family's coming? It's my mom's side of the family. My mom is a disaster. My mom is is just <laughs> I can't I, I I I'm gonna be pretty honest right now. Okay. It, it, my mom is out of control. I, How so? So I have my mom's side of the family's coming to the show, which I'm happy to have them. I get a text. Hey, we need 12 tickets. Ugh. 12. I go 12. That's ballsy. That's ballsy. That's ballsy. I don't care yeah. who you, you You could be my brother. I'd yeah. be like, you 12? That's ballsy. Honestly, the, I feel bad asking for anything more than two. But I'm happy to help. Okay. I'm one of four. needed six. I got you. 12 is insane. Yeah. So why I, don't you just ask for a private show? Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I'll pop out of the cake for them. Right. And honestly, my brother, I could look at him and go, 12, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. But it's like second cousin. Okay. So I go, uh, so then I go to my parents. I go, and, and like, I'm looking at, when I talk to my parents, what do we talk about? Food and talking shit. So I call my parents. I go, can you believe it? Can you believe it? <laughs> They're asking for 12 tickets. And, I, and my dad goes, oh, my God. My mom goes, oh, my my mom. I mean, she can't handle herself. You know, mama bears. This is when I realized, like, women protect. Yeah. They, plus, it's just exciting to have some drama. I, That's this the is, other part. This is something I'm also realizing about women with the the movie. What's the movie? Uh, Don't Worry, Darling. The Don't Worry, Darling people. Yeah. Like, you've just proven yourself to be a crazy fucking person. Here's the thing. I love drama. I love uh, exciting drama, right? And because I'm in a long-term relationship, mm, I don't have enough of it. Right. But I, I like when I was single, it would be the highs and the lows. I get text, it. He broke up with me, whatever. Yeah. All this stuff. And like part of that is like really exciting. So it's a very I'm female of, thing I'm to little, me. I'm in the don't worry. Dar that's why I watch Real Housewives. That's right. Why I need like a fix. I'm like addicted. It's so I get funny. It. I see what you're saying about how it's like. From gross. my point of view, I'm like, I know. Listen, I listen. I love my mom. But yeah. this is I understand that she's wild. She's I would an be animal. like her, too. Like, oh, right. I picked up on a little I picked on a little little, uh, little piece of drama. Right. Let's and then, then expand <laughs> let's expand it. Yeah. And I go, but you're hurting me. Because I go, I'm the one who has to see the family. You what can happen? sit what in Boca. So I go, my, so my dad goes, here's what you do. Say they only give you two tickets a night. Say I got yeah. you two. And then the rest dad knows can go to, to my website. That, that's an appropriate lie. Right. Listen, if they're listening right now. Yeah, we tried to lie to you. Okay. <laughs> we tried. I, I've done that too. I, yeah, right. That's I, the, yeah. I believe in a healthy amount of lying 
to make people feel okay. It probably, that probably totally. translates badly to my relationships. Maybe, I don't know. How does this dress look? Cute. Looking good. Right, no. right, right. I, I'm not going right. to. And then I go to my parents. I go, can you believe the dress she wore? You know, like yeah. that. <laughs> so that's the fun of, fa- that's what you have to talk about with your family. So my dad goes, tell them you get two a night and then the rest is up to them. And I go, that's perfect. I got my lie. Everyone's happy. Boom. Okay. I get a text from my mom's uncle, which is like my grand uncle who, you know, I've known my whole life. It is like seven phones long. Okay. And it was like, I heard there's a bad rumor that we wanted 12 tickets. That's just a rumor. No, that's not, <laughs> not true. We're going to be there. We don't want to bother. And I'm like, I know exactly what happened. Right. She went to the cousin, said, how could you ask for 12? Now I'm getting apologized to, and I'm the asshole who's complaining right. about them with 12. You're the one now, who's, then they, you've been caught talking shit. Right. Yeah. And now I have to go to the show. Now I, my mom gets to sit in fucking Boca in, in Safetyville. <laughs> just uh, just just high off of her drama. <laughs> right. She gets all the fun of her drama. Just shooting it up. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have to be the one to take the brunt of it. Yeah, no, I get that. I was so annoyed. I go, why would you do that? You know, I have to. I go, you could. We had it all planned. And she was our, She just laughed. She made it weird. Okay. She thinks it's funny. Yeah. Well, she doesn't feel weird about it because they're close. It's her uncle. It's not right. Her, her uncle is probably closer to her than he is to you. Also, this is all over the phone for her. She doesn't have to go to Detroit. Right. She doesn't have to look someone in the eye when you denied them. Right. A free ticket. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's awkward. And then I've been complaining. And now, you know, listen, they'll probably listen to this well, whole podcast. This is and- a- this is a good advertisement for that show if you want to see it be weird. Yeah. Oh, if you want, come and to Thursday night. I think they're coming to all the shows. They're probably going to sit up front and just stare at me. <laughs> <laughs> so. And they're going to see it. And if there, there better not be any empty seats because then they're no. going to be like, oh, I thought you, you know, thought you, you were had, doing okay. Yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you, you have that. room for a few more. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, Detroit, if you want to see, <laughs> if you want to see a. An episode of Real Housewives of Bloomfield Hills. Uh, you can come to Royal Oak, Michigan. Um, then I'll be in Albany, Milwaukee, Mohegan Sun. Come to the casino. Timonium, Magoobies. Magoobies. That's right. Richmond, and I'm coming home to Boston. Already sold out. Wow. Wilbur. The Wilby. Love it. The Wilbur. Already sold out. That's amazing. Homecoming. Thank you. I think we're going to add a second show. That's awesome. So if you're listening right now and you're in Boston, show one, done. Show two, maybe. It's it's if it's <laughs> if it's if it's happening, it's on my website now because I just got an email about it. Just and now. it'll sell out. So it, get your, it will get your sell tickets. out. Okay, so we have because he only has two comps. So that's you right. Get <laughs> your tickets now. Twelve is insane. Twelve is crazy. You can't ask for twelve. Even but even if you were like. To me, it's like even if you wanted twelve, like I just still wouldn't. S- right, saying twelve is crazy. Yeah, Not, they, get- they don't even expect twelve. Right, but you put yeah. it on me. Yeah, that's insane. Four, four <laughs> is I think the most I'd be comfortable. I, and I'm happy to help. I'm happy. You know, yes. I guess I'm not happy. Happy to no. help to an extent. To an extent. Yes. I don't know. There's, I it's. <laughs> I get it. I get it. This is what happens when you go home for shows or go to anywhere where there's family. I had someone for the Boston show. They're like, where could we? A friend of mine from high school, she was like, so should we sit up front so we have like get interaction with you? And I'm like, are you trying to ruin my life? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like, I'm not going to talk to you. If I saw something. Wait, don't make this part of my job. Now. Right, right. Figure- <laughs> right. It's to have, how do I ignore you in a show <laughs> of 1,100 people? No comedian wants people they know up front. Yeah. And, and I'm just saying because. Because then it's not, it's about you add another layer of of like, um, of work to it. Right. Because you know? there, there's an illusion too. I'm performing. You know, like there, you know. I'm not always ranting like this, like I am on this podcast right now. Like, you know, there's... You want to be your stage self, not your, right. you know... And I can't go... High school. I can't do personal jokes about you because the person in the back who doesn't know you from Fock is right. like, what is he talking about? Like, I can't go, where are you from? Yeah. Have what's some high self-awareness. <laughs> right. Need him high alum. That's right. Okay. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. So let's get into today's episode. Now that I've burned every friendship and family member. <laughs> if you have any friends, you won't be getting any birthday texts on your no, birthday now. The worst day of the year. The worst <laughs> be even worse now right so we have a new article for you guys we're on an article on an article spree an article spree our our response to the last article got some feedback huh people were a little upset about the the lonely the lonely single men article listen if you want dishonesty go find a fun tiktoker to follow you're not gonna find it here okay yeah. because anyone who is looking at the lonely the rise of lonely men they were doing it because it's easier to get followers by going yay yeah. men are lonely women are winning that's how you get followers we're not here to coddle you no we're here to spit in your face no I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're here to, to to give you the, the cold hard truth uh, listen it's an opinion but yeah. i would say i look at that article the rise of lonely men when when there were people saying we're not gonna take it anymore well, you can't you're not gonna because i women we ain't taking it no more put on your pussy hats because we're going marching to washington and we ain't sucking dick ever again like no that's not a real response to that article also that article sources were tiktok which is not a valid research-based uh source it was a fun title to send to your friends and and go look at us pat us on the back and it wasn't real and it worked for them it worked it worked remember you bought in it worked psychology today could now do some swipe ups and yeah. get some, you know, for their TikTok. It, it, but the response to it, I, I felt very confident in our response. Yeah. We were very measured. And if, you know, you have to wonder, what are people selling you? 
You have to be a, a, And is it real? Right. Right. Is it real? Or is it a clickbaity thing that doesn't really have much merit? Um, now we have a new article from the New York Times. Ever heard of it? Right. Um, this one's better. This one's better. Has this, research, yeah. has facts, has some statistics, has surveys, that kind of shit. It has someone that we we actually endorse. Yes, we had her on our... It's quotes from Dr. Helen Fisher, who was on this show a few years ago. Great guest. You guys should... We'll post that episode. She was a great guest. She was fantastic, yes. and she lives in the land of reality. And she's a, yeah, she's a researcher. She's, her opinions are based in science. Right. Um, but anyway, this article is about the fact that the dating apps are this month or 10 years old, mm -hmm. which is pretty big milestone. It's a huge milestone. It reading this made me reflective. I personalized it yeah. because I, if they're 10 years old today or whatever in September, mm -hmm. that means I was 27 when these came out. I was like in the heat, like yes. it couldn't have hit me at a more impressionable dating spot as a guy. That's a, I have a question for you about that. Sure. Okay, okay. So when I, when they came out, I was freshly 23. Uh huh. So, but I was like pretty much, it was, I had one year out of, out of college dating without dating apps. Yep. And then it was dating apps. Mm -hmm. So, but for you, you had probably like four or five years of dating without the apps. But there were dating websites. Okay. Like, J date was happening. Was a thing. People were on dating websites, and I, me being one of them, yeah. um, it was starting. And dating websites had just stopped being, or it felt as though it wasn't for like nerds in the in at home or divorcees that didn't know how to, you know, couldn't didn't want to like have people to go out with. Okay, they like, were stigmatized. They were a little stigmatized, yeah. and then I remember they exist and they were fine. They were like actually like made some sense. Right. And well, it, it was less, it wasn't, it was so the difference is those weren't a swipe. No. Well, that's, right? that is the thing. I remember when I was 27, they came I, I didn't remember I was 27 until this article, but I remember at the age I was at when they came out and let me give you the male side of this. And I think mm -hmm. this is like important to even acknowledge, but it, it, it isn't really acknowledged because it's kind of icky. Okay. But you know, Dating apps or dating websites were like, you are going on a date. When the swiping apps came out, I was like, whoa, I can just see if like, I can just play see if hot. this person thinks I'm hot, hot, hot or, or not. not. Right. It's like um in the social network when right. he makes that face smash thing and you're yeah. just kind of clicking who you think is hotter. Right. It became sort of a version of that. And I remember when it, when Tinder came out, I remember exactly where I was. It was a brunch table. Okay. <laughs> um, and someone, we were some people were talking about it, and so everyone downloaded it at the same time. Right, and they were just having so much fun. Yes, it was just like a. It was again. It was like that instant feel of gratification. Someone that was cute liked you back, and it was just very exciting. And very exciting. And there was like, and what you say is so true. Fun, like it was like this fun thing that was very shallow. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like. It didn't feel like you were dating. Right. It, it is actually. You actually, I feel like it was weird to go on an actual date almost from them. A Even, there was still a little something where it's like, oh, you're going to actually go out with them. Right. And it was a more. And I remember and, and, uh, in that vein, it was like it kind of served the purpose. It feels like it should only serve, which it was like this, like one little piece of your social life. Right. That only kind of happened in the 
darkness. The darkness, the dark like corners, in the alleys, yeah. the dark corners. Like, hey, I'm at this bar. You might be nearby. It was very or you quick. you saw a friend on there and you're like, oh my God, they're on They're on, too. right? And that was kind of hinge was started. It was called hinge because it was your hinging off of a friend. Your face, it was based on like your Facebook friends that you had in common. Right. And and you could then you'd see someone on hinge and you go, hey, who, what's the deal with this person? You'd go to the person you had in common and then you'd message about the person you knew in common and hey, I'm out. You know, yeah, like it, it felt was like a safer version of the of the the Tinder type thing. Right. And but it did feel like it now with a dating app, I was thinking of like how I look at it now versus how I looked at it then. Mm-hmm. And then again, I was 27, so younger, not in the same mindset maybe that I'm in now. But it never felt back then like there was any importance to it. Mm-hmm. And your friends in relationships were like, they were, oh, I'd, if I had Tinder, yeah. I'd be fucking like crazy. Let me swipe for you. Yeah. It was very like, didn't matter. Right. And now there's seemingly, it's like we've all kind of gotten hooked on the, on the drip of it. Right. And that's, I mean, a little bit about what this article is about, just saying that so many people are burned out with it. But it gives a good side to both to the positives and the negatives of it. It does say the positive. Yeah. I, that that was nice to hear. They're like, the, the people who have gotten relationship from it have a positive experience with it, yeah. right? So they said 12% of Americans, and this isn't from 2020, so it could be even more at this point. Mm. 12% of Americans have married or been in a committed relationship with someone they met online. And 57% of anyone who's tried a dating app said their experience was somewhat, if not very positive. Right. And, and, there was also a part in the beginning that I was reading that just like, you know, people with bad experiences are like, oh, guys are following up with me and yeah. people that I've said no to are coming. And you're like, yeah, this is the. Right. Yeah, that's the bad side. The bad right, side yeah. of this as well. And it offers more opportunity. You know, the guy you meet in a bar that kind of acts like a dick, like you leave and you didn't even exchange a name or anything. Right. It gives them more. But I guess you could block them on the app. But still, there's a way there's more it just seemingly also they don't really know you so it feels even scarier right and they have your you know if you whatever information you put pictures and information on there it's you know we're all talking about quote-unquote stalking and we it's become like a kind of a jokey word which is not a joke at all yeah but people find each other and then they go to your and then you have other places that you can get in contact so it is it is a little bit more of a dangerous world out there now than it that's true and then i think the even i think the even the the bigger downside of these things is what they talk about in terms of the burnout or the the, the disposability mm. or the feeling of I'm just like endlessly swiping and you feel kind of like a numb bitterness to the whole dating scene. Well, I can say from experience, having been a part of this whole journey mm-hmm. and you too, we, yeah. we, we've both been a part of this thing. I definitely think the difference between now and then is how much you assume about people now because you've seen it already. So okay. you've been on the date. You the assume date, about them before you even go on the date, you're saying? And you talk yourself out of dates. Okay. I think a lot of people, I think now people are less likely to go on dates from a dating app, but more likely to be on a dating app. Right. Well, I guess there's a feeling if you're on a dating app and you're talking to someone, you don't need to, it's not like there's a pool of 10 people and you need to, and there's, you know, those are these 10 people to choose from and I'm gonna gotta go on a date with one of them. It's like mm. there's endless amounts of people. If I don't go out with this person, 
I could just go out with the other person who didn't say that slightly annoying kind of thing. Right. And and it's not as exciting before. Like, just like you said, it was in the beginning, it was fun. You get a match. Show me out. I've never right. done this before. Now it's like you get a match. You go, OK, what's coming from this person? Oh, they're from here. So they must be this. And they're they you know, they do this. So they must be that. And they oh look at they they got the same answers to the prompt that I've seen a thousand times, so they must be this. And how was your weekend? I've done how was your weekend already. Right. So like, we're almost numb to an excitement of it. Well, I thought Dr. Fisher had an interesting quote. I don't think it's in this, this uh, in our little outline of it, but she said that people, when, when you start to feel that way, a lot of people are binging the apps. Mm. She used that, the term binge, which I thought was a very interesting term to describe usage of the app. And to me, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. It's like if you binge something, you feel kind of gross after. Right. Um, you're not you're not doing it mindfully. It's like if you went, think about, then it made me think of the parallels to dating apps, almost like the invention of, of McDonald's. Okay. Right. Where you're like, okay, here's this new thing. I don't even have to get out of my car mm. to get something that tastes pretty good. Yeah. Right. Why don't I just do this all the time? Right. You do that all the time. <laughs> you start to feel kind of disgusting. Right. Right. And you don't use it as 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 a part of your larger diet where, you know, if I'm in a rush or I don't have time to do a, a to cook, I'll take my kids to McDonald's. If you do it every day, it starts to not be your friend anymore. And it's not as special. Right. Yeah. But is there something inherently wrong with McDonald's every once in a while? Not really. I, you know, it's so funny. We were on the same wavelength, chose different vices okay what'd you choose i thought about alcohol okay i was like it reminds me of alcohol the way they're talking about dating apps like Mm -hmm. yeah having a drink every now and again is great feels good part of a well-balanced life right you're you're living and but if you're drinking every night you start being like what the fuck am i doing this is this isn't good for me this is and when you're feeling down it's the easiest crutch Right. It's the, just like you said with McDonald's. It's the easiest thing. You don't even have to get in the get out of the car. Having a drink is the easiest way to not deal with feeling bad. Right. I mean, like, and these inventions, these are all things. I mean, maybe not alcohol, but invented to make your life a little easier. I would in say theory. alcohol too is in, sure. invented to make your take your time. You know, ease, yeah. easier. Make your, your life easier to get through. <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> but it, yeah. it, because McDonald's, alcohol, a cigarette. Dating app, like it should be in that world of like, of caution. Right. Like a Surgeon General's warning <laughs> could be, you know, like in what responsibility do these apps have? They, we never think of them having any responsibility because we're like, no, you're just meeting new people. I think one of the things this podcast does is it helps you to, to be an educated consumer right. of these things. It's not saying, and I don't think anyone's saying, don't use the apps. I think the, and I, and they said this sort of in this article, the best way to use the apps is, and what you said, the way it used to be fun when it started was it was part of your, your whole life right. way. It's not the only way you're meeting people. It's not the only way you're communicating with anyone, but it's one piece of the pie. Well, to go back to, I know I was making fun of it. Uh, you know, the person that's like, you know, the, the rise of lonely men and the person that's like, that's us saying we're not going to take anymore. That's not an honest measure of what the apps are. Right. That I'm not saying women aren't strong. I'm saying human nature exists and we need to admit to our faults and the things and the and the. And and, and and the capacity to go down the wrong road or get them, you know, get too carried away or, you know, because if we just say, oh, we're we're fine now, that's a lie. 
Like, yeah. to, to just say, oh, all women are better now and we're not dealing with shit. And it's like, it takes away any nuance from the conversation also. Right. And it's also saying that people who do take shit aren't doing well. No, there are humans that are doing. Or also that just, the, the single men are a piece of shit. Right. Every just, guy, you know, and, and that, not even to not all men, but to say that every woman, you know, I don't know. It's it just this podcast lives in the land of like where this article I think lives in is to say like it's good and bad. Right. And it could, it's the most you can do is sort of is think critically about what you're doing and try to be intentional about it. Right. And I mean, it made me think of my life like I was like, wow, these like if these apps didn't exist, because what they do is they make it easier for you to go. I can leave this relationship. Right. They make it easy because I'll be OK. There's people out there. I know it. And that's, waiting. and that's a good thing for a so, lot of people. Right. Because it doesn't make yeah. you stay in something that maybe wasn't right for you. Yeah. But then it makes you more frivolous for things that could have been right. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept thinking like, you know, I used to say this all the time. I, our grandparents had two people on their block to choose from. Right. And well, imagine how many people didn't leave bad relationships or bad marriages or bad things back in the day. Right. When you were like, what am I? Who's going to where am I going to meet anyone? What's why, why I might even, as well? Why don't I just stay in this shitty thing? Right. Or, rather than be alone. I do think there is an upside to them of the idea of. You know, anyone you have access to so many more people. And and like Dr. Fisher says, if you use them as an introduction app. Yeah. Which is what she said on our show. She did say that. Yeah. Um, and she I think she said nine people was the maximum amount of people that you could really form, like could have conversations with at the same time and form any sort of meaningful connection. Right. I, I it's it's wild because, you know, life is a is a petri dish. You know, you, you add things in, mm-hmm. there's going to be different reactions, you know, like, and I, I said that about The Bachelor all the time. I'm like, when they change something in the game, things, you know, everyone changes the reaction to each other. Yeah. So you put in a little hint of dating app, you know, 10 years go by, you go, well, would I be in a different place than I am now? Do Without you know what it? I mean? Yeah. Without it. Who knows? What was your best, what do you think is your best dating app? experience can you think of a a time that they worked for you pretty well i mean i've gotten in relationships from dating apps um absolutely so then that's yeah yeah i mean you might not have met i mean i wouldn't never met some people it's funny i think of like i think of the scenarios that were the the beginning ones better than i do think of the scenarios now now Okay. Like the the fun ones. Like I I do think of like I remember one time I was on a dating app and I was at a bar and I was like legit no, I was at a show. I was doing a show. This was years ago. And at the show I matched with someone and the person wrote me, "Hey, how you, what what's going on?" I wrote, "What are you up to?" They wrote like in town at a friends you know, whatever. And I was like, well, I'm going out later after this show. And them and the friend came and met up and I was with a friend and we all got drunk and had a good time. Okay. And they had lived in New York city for a long time. So it wasn't like they were like, you know, you know, tourists with the camera, you know, like it was like, they were very comfortable in New York and we were all hanging out and we kept in touch and like, I had a fun night, but it wasn't like, you know, and then like kept in touch over the years 
like checked in with one another. So, it was, you still get a happy birthday text? I might. <laughs> <laughs> but I think of that, you know, relationship and I think fondly of that one where yeah. like we haven't like less pressure, it sounds like. It was like no pressure. It was fun, young. We're in a bar, had some drinks. We like made, you know, made out, whatever. But it was, and now keep in contact in a way that is like very genuinely nice and doesn't have that stuff. Okay. Hanging around. But it's, um, I can't be more specific because I don't, I, I don't know. That's what, fine. But yeah, it's, yeah. it is that I think I'm like, wow, never would have met that person. I think of it fondly. I'm yes. like, never would have met that person. I've always had a good time hanging out with them. And I don't think of it as a romantic at all anymore. Like right. th- it wasn't that way, but it just. It's a positive experience. For me. Sure. I can't speak for them. Right. I, I but I, uh, we like got dinner. Right. Like and I caught like up. You know, like, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like low. Again, I think it's like a low pressure. When you think about that, that's fun because it's low pressure. That's not built up and there's minimal expectations. Right. And that's what I think these apps were meant for. And now we now use the crutch forever. Right. Well, if it's the only thing you're doing, it can feel, I can, again, it can right. feel burnouty. It can feel icky. It can feel like, um, Going to McDonald's every day. Well, so, right. Someone wrote to my Instagram question box. They're like, "What do I do to meet people? I'm in my early 20s." And I was like, "Go out." Well, I was like, "Man, we are not creative anymore. Like, early 20s. Like, I, I was like, go to a pregame." I mean, well, I want to go to a pregame. Right. I want to go I've to. Been, a, a f- I haven't been invited to a pregame in a long time. <laughs> Jordan on her birthday. It's been 30 years since I've seen a pregame. Hold on. Can I read it to you? Because I just thought it was. A pregame is the modern day saloon. Right. Like, um, or like, a, you know, when when you your grandmother would, would put you on her, like in her saloon and you'd have people come and court you. That was how you met people back in uh, like the 1800s. What is it? Uh, there's a name for it. It's like. Uh, Getting courted. Cotillion. Something like that, yeah. A pregame is the modern day cotillion. <laughs> Tips for ways, places to meet people in your early 20s without using dating apps. And when I got that question, I'm like, wow, we are so addicted to this McDonald's, the easy answer, right. that we're not even, this is the easiest bit of creativity. I was on a plane. They wrote tips, ways, places to meet people in your early 20s. So I wrote back, early 20s, you will never have a bigger friend group than you have now. Those are, and then they have friends of friends. And you know what? They literally all have free time. No yes. one has like kids. the engagement party, yeah. the kids, the mom's birthday, the dad's birthday, whatever, it is, the, the significant other's birthday. All you do is have See time. See where the night takes you. Right. And then I plan them a Labor Day Derby party. A what? I call it the Labor Day Derby. Okay. Teams of four. You go to five bars, regular bars, and the fifth bar is a roof. Scavenger hunt. It's scavenger e. Okay. It's like a, it's more like a relay race. Right. So they go four, five bars. Last one's a rooftop. Each team dresses as different forms of labor. So teams of construction <laughs> workers, teams of miners, teams of doctors, teams of pregnant women. At each bar, someone in the team has to chug a different drink, shot beer, wine, margarita. Once the drink is done, you run to the next bar. The last place is a rooftop, and the whole team has to finish a burger and fries and a pitcher of water. First team done gets their drinks paid for by everyone else for the day. I love now this. you're in. This you're in. Of, this, really, this is part of your party company. What was the, I, I keep what, what my, was the my name? My side hustle. Yes. What was the, we, we've people, had a lot of people 
uh, wrote in, they, they made you some cover art for your bachelor party planning service. Cheers, batches with Jared Freed. I liked that one. You got another one that was, was kind of like a brothel. This sounds kind of bad. Jared's bachelorette factory. Yes. <laughs> that was a little, that was a little, a little weird for me. A little brothel-y. But, but I, I don't know. That, that, that really, that question to me, early 20s, you have no idea. That I think if the they drug, thought if they thought a little harder, they could figure it out. But that's the yeah. point is that we don't think a little harder because we're like, Ugh, I'll pick up my phone and go to the app. Right. I'll just go to McDonald's. Right. Why do I need to like go pick up groceries, clean up, make right. up all make up all this stuff? It's the easy way out. But I think that if you're intentional and you think about things, and again, that means that's not to say you can never use them. I think they're very helpful in a lot of situations, but just use them mindfully. It's like social media. You can feel burnt out and and like complete shit if you're on social media every day for 13 hours a day, right. like I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But if you try to think about it and you're like, I should get off or I should, if you think about it, mind, even just the act of thinking about why you're doing it when you're doing it or thinking about the way that you're thinking about it, I yeah. think gives you a little more perspective will make you feel a little better. It's the same thing as like, I, I mean, I'm doing this all the time. Am I full? Right. Have I eaten enough? Like, if it's you don't hard, think about that, it's hard to do in practice. Yeah, but you're yeah. seven bagels down the road. Right. <laughs> Going, I'll get some pizza. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, J&J. I just started, and if you have an awkward sex, send it in. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. I just started listening to the pod around nine months ago, and I got out of a five-year relationship. Starting to date again in my 30s has gone a little smoother with the guidance of you, too. Thanks for all the laughs as well. Anyways, after listening to the awkward sex stories, one came to mind that I thought would be worth sharing. When I was a sophomore in college, I met a very large young man. This woman is writing this email, and I haven't read it already. She writes it like she's actually 75 years old. <laughs> Should I read it like she's 75? Yes. When I was a sophomore in college, I met a very large young man, nearly seven feet tall at a party. Every 
everyone at the party was astounded by his stature. It does right. his words. And he clearly caught my eye. He certainly, certainly, certainly caught, caught my eye. Caught my eye. That just showed my inability to read. And his was astounded by his stature, and he certainly caught my eye. He told me that he was going to a school a couple of states away, but would come to our town often to visit friends. We headed back to my college house that I shared with five women. <laughs> this is changing. And hopped into my little twin-size bed for some fun. This gargantuan beast of a man had the biggest dick I still have ever seen. <laughs> the dick was not seven feet. It was not an inch. I This translated to a great night. Is that just big dick translates? I don't great agree night. with that. No. But, I, you know, maybe it was clearly a mountain she needed to, to climb. That's for sure. But sadly, the next morning he jumped ship and I realized my bed was soaked. Was it me? My pussy? No. I'm, <laughs> I added that. He added that part. Uh, I couldn't admit to myself that it was pee. Surely there must have been another warm and foul smelling liquid in the room at the time. And if by chance it was pee, how could I be sure it was him? We were both very drunk. I decided to give him the benefit of the doubt and the mattress a good scrub. A month or so later, he was back in town and back in my twin-size bed. This time, the combined weight of me and my XL suitor was more than the tiny bed could take. I woke up from my haze to the shocking sight of a mammoth man sleeping on my tiny broken bed. Completely naked with the exception of a bright blue condom from the jar at the health center still encasing his giant dong. That is not a good look for a penis. A condom at the end of a flaccid penis? Uh, just yeah. it looks like it should be floating in the ocean. Very sad. Yeah, yeah, just looks like it should. Not a good look. Floating down the river of a bad section of town. Yeah, it doesn't look great. This image is as clear in my mind today as it was 12 years ago. And I do believe that the bright blue health center condom saved me from waking up in a piss puddle. Was it full? Is that what she said? I guess he... It's a water balloon now. Yeah. The bed was dry this time. Of course, I said yes when he asked to come over once more a few weeks later. Unfortunately, the joke was on me when I woke up and the bed was soaked again. This was the final straw and the bed was retired to the dumpster. I never saw the guy again, but my roommates and I will always remember that big fella as the bed wetter. Sincerely, too piss poor for a full-size bed. What a tale. Um, yeah. Very large man. Yeah, I guess. How, how tall was he? Nearly seven feet. Wow. Seven feet, if not an inch. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> tough. It's tough to be that tall because you're going to be remembered. Oh, yeah. And you know. get a nickname. Yeah. No, there ain't you no... Would, you would think it would relate to his height and not be the bedwetter. No. Oh, that enormous man. <laughs> oh, we call him the bedwetter. Oh, damn it. <laughs> he probably has a huge bladder, too. Right. Just given the size of him. I mean, she probably woke up like swimming in a little hot right. tub. It's funny to think about the enormous man. I feel like every college had like their basketball the player yeah. who was... Just in, like, and all the girls were sort of into it in theory. Really? In theory, I think they were all like, 
You just want to know. Super hot. Oh, really? Whatever, because he's like so tall. Yeah. But then in practice, it was always a little weird. It's like too tall. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. I I got there's there's like an oddity to it. Yeah. Seven feet is tall. That's very, very tall. Like I'm five foot eight and a half. Uh and I would just look like miniature. I'm trying to imagine you seven feet tall. Oh no. That's so tall. Yeah, and it's like they have to talk about it all the time. Like you, you there's right. Com- someone's asking them about it all the time. Wow, all the time. you're tall. There's it's comedians. So annoying. It's got to be the worst yeah. because there's comedians that are like very tall and like that's what they talk about. You just for get the first, comments on it all the time. All the time. You can't just go about your day. No, like people will just say tall. Just like look at you. First thing they say. Right. Well, at least she gave him something else to talk about. Right. What do you got? Any name ideas? Uh, Maddie had the super soaker, the big digger and energy. Okay. <laughs> and the bedwetting bandit. I, this made me think of the movie Elf. I just pictured Will Ferrell, and you know when he like is yes. in the beginning parts where he's one of the elves, but he's seven right feet taller than them. <laughs> just imagine him doing this. Right, I could see that. I didn't. Yeah, I, I kept thinking the big Kahuna. I like that. <laughs> just big, the big Pihuna. Big and tall. Big and tall. Big and tall. Right. The super soaker's good. I like that. I can't believe she didn't address the fact that he peed in her bed either time. It's got, it must have been so much pee. Right? He's like, imagine a larger animal. I, I just, I imagine his perspective though. He's like, fuck. I keep, I woke up in a bed that I broke. Oh. Like how? <laughs> yeah. It's not, you know. It, I'm a monster. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like he's got the the, the problem with being seven Must feet is your cons- twin size bed too, right? You're always uncomfortable. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like I get in a bed, like I don't have to like imagine flying economy. I I can't I can't yeah. I won't <laughs> I won't imagine it. It's too horrible of a vision to even entertain. I cannot fathom living that life. Ugh, but I mean, I would say that the bed wedding twice is more of the deal breaker, right? So you'd be out if they bed. No, there's like bedwetting guys. Like I live in a fraternity. There were guys like known as bedwetters. Yeah, drink less. Well, that's the solution. <laughs> if you know that when you get really right. drunk, you pee in yours or someone else's bed, there's a solution. Out I there. mean, what's to be done? I, I, the solution to my fraternity was like rubber sheets. Right. People were like, "Oh, just uh, this isn't a problem. It doesn't last for too long." <laughs> no. It's funny. Imagine imagining the older, like someone in their thirties. Just I got rubber sheets and. Have you ever thought about drinking less? Red flag deal breaker. You come back to a guy's place, rubber sheets because he wets the bed when he gets drunk. No, drink less. Drink less. I've had women pee the bed um, and they are very embarrassed. I, You should be. It's an embarrassing thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. To me, it was never like something to be ashamed about because like to me, I, I agree. You have like, to drink have less. some shame about these things. You, you can't just be complete. <laughs> oh, what you what? What's the problem? What's it's the basically issue? water. Right. That's not an attitude. You could, They have to have a little bit of shame. Sure. I always felt bad for their shame because I was like, listen, we'll wash it up. It's not a big deal. Like right. I, I, I mean, like, they don't have to hate themselves, but right. they should be a little. You should be a little embarrassed if you pee in someone's bed. At least. Someone once peed my couch. Like I slept in the bed and then they slept on the couch. And no, they got drunk. I put them on the What'd couch. You do with the couch? It was my friend's couch, and he was okay. so mad. So I roomed my friend. They came over. So she got a little drunk, and I like brought her to the couch to sleep. 
Okay. And then gone the next, you know, just disappeared into the- You into, disappeared. No, she did. Oh, like, okay. I went out for the night. I was okay. like, okay, you're <laughs> done. Well, she, this was like a social event, and she just like fell asleep on the couch. Ca- Were like, you hooking up? We, I think we had hooked up, and then we had broken up, and then like she was nervous about coming back to the, like- this was college. Like okay. it was, you so could feel nervous. Couch. So I go get on the couch, college couch, college mm-hmm. couch. And then I went out, you know, with my right. friends and then came back gone, but soaked. Ugh. What do and you do with the couch? my roommate was so mad. You have to throw it out, right? Or something? Can you I was drunk. That? I went to bed and then I woke up to my roommate who was like a little bit more anal than me. I would, I, I'm a disgusting. A little, I like how you're like, a little anal, like he doesn't—he doesn't like people urinating on his couch. It's like super, super OCD. Chill, dude. <laughs> Chill. It's so uptight. Yeah. You're acting a little urinal. Uh, <laughs> but I remember I woke up. I'm like, what happened? He's like, he's like, fucking pee the cat. And then he had like seven fans on it, drying it, and like, right. And I was like, ah, oh. you know, I'm such a disgusting. That I'd be like, I'd take like a cloth, like, we're good. You would just continue using the, let it dry? <laughs> it wouldn't be as much elbow grease put in as he was putting I, I agree with your friend. I think that's, <laughs> that's a tough one to get over. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial and if you're a millennial it's time to add clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine i have to tell you i'm a huge clarence fan i've been using them for years i love 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 them they are such high quality they're like a legacy brand my skin always looks better whenever i'm using clarence products and it's no different with the clarence multi-active cream you've been adulting for a while so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging yes that's a thing the good news europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. 
another email. Hello, J&J. First of all, I'd like to say thank you for putting out such great podcasts every week. You're welcome. My boyfriend and I listen to you up on road trips and the episodes make time fly by. We also saw Jared and Madison back in May and we are hoping to see him again in Brookfield slash Milwaukee in a few weeks. Wow, these are Love it. Love it. Love it. The set will be fairly different. (laughs) (laughs) Ish. Ish. It'll be more relationship stuff. Please get a you up live show to Milwaukee. Interesting. Ooh, Maybe walk time. town. Now, onto my situation. I like how she's about to talk shit about this boyfriend that they listen to. Right. On the road trips are about to get a lot more awkward. Well, they might not be coming to our next show. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend and I have been together for a little over a year and a half. That is, I have to say, it's ballsy to write in about your boyfriend that you are currently dating that listens to your show with you. Well, she's hoping we're going to take care of this issue for her without her having to say anything. Yeah, I guess. I guess, and they could be listening right now. He puts the pieces together. Do you ever think about that? Like someone's like, like they are listening. We are speaking to them. Yes, right now. She's like, oh, let's put it on. We road trip, and then here's the beginning. She's going, this is me. This is me. This is me. I don't like this podcast anymore. (laughs) Um. Hey, honey, didn't we go in Madison? Aren't we planning on going to no, Milwaukee? No, no, no. Must, wow, must be very popular. Aren't we dating a year and a half? My, my boyfriend and I have been together for a little over a year and a half, and we are both 26. He is my first long-term relationship, and I see us being together for the indefinite future. Boy, she makes it sound so... Indefinite future sounds <laughs> indefinite, like... Indefinite, yeah. I even got a little, like, nervous. Oh, it's like those... It's a ca- long time. Those captions, like... One year down, forever to go on the anniversary. It's like perpetuity. Yeah. Can you just chill? Yeah, it's a lot. Let's. How about happy anniversary? Take it year by year. (laughs) However, when the conversation of exes comes up, I always leave the conversation feeling frustrated and confused. I am his fourth long-term girlfriend, and the way he talks about his exes concerns me. First of all, he hates talking about them in general. Whenever I ask questions about them, it's like pulling teeth. I'm honestly just curious since I don't have any exes of my own. And as you've said on the pod, how someone talks about their past relationships tells a lot about that person. So I'm trying to get to know him better as well as better our relationship and make sure we don't make the same mistakes as his past relationships. Mm. Second, when we do talk about his exes, he calls them crazy and doesn't really have anything good to say about the relationships. I've always heard that it's a bad sign if your boyfriend is calling his ex crazy, but could it just be that the relationship turns sour? If who broke up with who matters, the first two girlfriends broke up with him and the third breakup was mutual. He was cheated on. If he had, it sounds like not exactly mutual. If he had, (laughs) we mutually discussed that she should fuck someone else (laughs) while we're together. If he had one crazy ex, fine, but all three. And now to get to what prompted me to write this email, we had a situation happen last weekend where we ran into his high school girlfriend, his first ex and her family back in his hometown. The conversation between him, his ex, and her family felt a little awkward, but he played it off as if as if it was just an old friend. As in, after the encounter, he didn't tell me that she was his ex. But of course, unbeknownst to him, I knew about, I knew this was his ex. Of course she did. <laughs> like, wouldn't he know the first thing I did when we started dating was stalk his Facebook and Instagram to make sure I was hotter than all his exes? I'm only kind of joking there. Okay. <laughs> A couple of days later, I asked him why he didn't tell, just tell me that was his ex. And he didn't have much to say besides that he was sorry, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I feel like if I had any exes and we ran into them, the first thing I'd do after the encounter was tell my boyfriend that it was my ex we were talking to. Why wouldn't he tell me? So what do you guys think? 
is how my boyfriend is talking about and dealing with his exes a problem? How should you talk about your exes? I don't know if you deep dived into this topic yet, so any insight you can provide me is much appreciated. Signed, hoping to not be crazy ex number four. Well, she's well on her way. Um, <laughs> well, writing into a podcast that your boyfriend listens to on with you on road trips is probably on the way. <laughs> After telling yes. him that you looked up his high school girlfriend. I would have done that. I don't think is crazy. It's I, not crazy. Done, I definitely would do that. Of course. You go look up the whole backstory. Yeah. I get that. I feel like men stalk women, backstalk women a lot less intensely than women backstalk men. It's definitely less intense. Like, are you um, going back to, like, if you started dating someone, would you look at their high school pictures? No, it would feel weird. Okay. <laughs> right? like, it's too young for you? It's okay. too young. Okay. I don't need to see that. You know, I don't know. It, okay. I, I go back some ways, but, and I, you know, listen, you match with someone on a dating app. It says their college, says their profession, says their name. Google. Google all that with LinkedIn. You're going to find them. So I'm not saying I'm above that at all. Um, this is interesting to me. I think it's, I'm to me, it has less to do with the exes and not wanting to introduce them. He clearly doesn't like talking about his exes. Right. Which I understand in general, I think it's fine for someone to not constantly, not want to talk about certain things like he doesn't enjoy talking about his exes maybe in the same way that she kind of does enjoy getting to hear about them right and he seems a little immature like it's funny i went on a date with a woman once and she was like i was like what's your story and she was like do you want the real story or the cute story and it's like well how about you make the real story cute <laughs> how about <laughs> like, you figure out how to package this right yeah. and i don't think he's it sounds like he is not able to package these yeah, things yeah i think that's a little bit of a red flag right that he's calling them all crazy for sure but it doesn't sound like he's really gotten fully into it right and here's the thing where i offer him the most empathy they're not an even playing field she's never had a she she even writes in her email a very accusatory uh, so I'm trying to get to know him better as well as better our relationship and make sure we don't make the same mistakes as his past relationships. So it's like, we don't want to fuck up again like you did three or four <laughs> other times. Like, he, she has no relationships to talk about, so nothing to really be vulnerable right. about, about. And she's asking for him to be the most vulnerable, the most open, the most, yeah. I, you know, the most introspective. And it's like, that's hard to do when you can't trade stories. So that's find the sad story of your own to tell right. first. <laughs> Get some sad to no, you. No, it's true. And also, she says that the two, the two, two of the th how many of them? Four, three Four. of them broke up with him, sure. and then one cheated on him. So it's like these aren't exactly probably positive experiences that he's really excited to talk about. He probably right. feels insecure about them. Right. They're and, all negative experiences for him. And if I tell you, then you'll be like, oh, well, if all of them wanted to leave him, maybe I want to leave him too. Like right. as far as E and this works into ego and all those, you know, tough things, confidence and jealousy and all those things that none of us are. And it, again, they're 26. Like for a man, we don't sit there and talk with our friends and unpack all these things every week at brunch. We don't have a talk about, well, I was really set, a tearful night cuddling with a friend right. over the woman who cheated on us. Like I've never cuddled with a friend that, you know, that, that idea of a hang right. doesn't exist. So he has no, he has no like muscles built for these mm. conversations. And we're giving him a lot. She she kind of wanted, I do agree, calling all your exes crazy, 
Not a great sign. I, Not a great I way agree. to go. Not introducing you to the, or pretending that you didn't, that person wasn't your girlfriend. Also a little weird. It depends. Again, this is high school. How, how intensely did they date? Right. Also. And, and also it is normal for it to be weird with their parents. You're with your new girlfriend yeah. in front of the parents of the, the girl that used to sneak around their house with like, it yeah. is weird. It's all weird. I think she should cut him a little bit of slack, mm. but I also think she is, I understand why she wants to know more. And I think that she should be able to have those conversations with someone that she wants to, that she's in a serious relationship with. Yes. So, but I would maybe approach it differently. I agree with what you said. Maybe start with your own vulnerability about right. something that you feel, you know, a little uncomfortable sharing, but would help the person get to know you better. Right. Even if it's not about a past relationship, maybe it's about the lack of a past relationship. Totally agree. W when you've gotten close, when you got burned, you yeah. know, because you're asking him to tell stories about him getting burned. Mm -hmm. And I would, if I were her also... I, I think it's okay. Sometimes I'm, we're, we always give advisors like, it's about this, not this. Like maybe she should, and what you're saying is like come from a different approach. Like I agree. Like it's okay to say, I don't like when you call your exes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think that would be, that's a more fruitful discussion. Like when you call them crazy, it makes me think that you're just like, you're the problem. <laughs> like, right. Or that they're, like, that they're all crazy or that you're not over it. Right. That's another part where like, it's like you have such a, a negative, such strong negative feelings about these people that it makes me think that it's I now I want to know even more what happened. Right. And I think a lot of people when they when they give feedback like that, like that's not a discussion that ends a relationship or a good one. Someone it being crazy. Yeah. Or no, but like saying I don't like when you call people crazy. Yeah, that's a communication of it makes me feel annoyed when you call people crazy. And I think a lot of people hold back on that. Because they're like worried, like, oh, I well, I don't have the right, yeah. I, you know, we're not there yet. No, that's just how you guys right. get to know each other. That's how you have a fight that leads you to be closer. Right. Not yeah. every fight leads to an ending. Yeah. Some flights, fights bring you, I would say most fights, if had the correct way, actually bring you closer together. Because then that opens up, if you're like, I don't like when you call that person crazy, that opens up a conversation of not necessarily just why he actually thinks they're crazy, but also why, you know... Why he would even, why does he, why he doesn't want to talk about it. Maybe he right. says, I just, you know, I'm, I don't express myself that well through words and I feel uncomfortable about it. So I kind of avoid that. Yeah. Or something along those lines or whatever his rationale is for not wanting to talk about his past or talk about his feelings. And I think a lot of men do struggle with that, especially at 26. They don't have the practice that we have. No. Like you said, talking about it with our friends where we dissect everything and it's, you're not considered like weak or lame to be telling someone that someone hurt you or that you felt really bad about something. I don't think that's something that many men have a ton of practice doing. No. And it is, listen, this is the, the ego of a man, the confidence of a man, the three that left him and one cheated on him. He's like, they would be crazy to do that. <laughs> I'm me. My mom says I look good in a suit. Yeah. How could they? They're insane. And I don't think she's going to get the one session where he just decides he's going to, now he's going to spill it all. Yeah, right. I think sometimes with a lot of people, they're a little bit more guarded. There's a little bit more of a wall and it takes time 
to slowly tear it down. I mean, Mike's a little bit like that. Mm. Like, it wasn't like he was, like, spilling his guts to me about every single bad thing from his past. I think a lot of people, you kind of have to, and that's part of getting to be in a more intimate relationship where it's deeper than it was in in the past, where you have those conversations relatively naturally, Mm -hmm. and it's slowly you kind of, like, get more information. I think she wants, like, the tell-all. Right. She wants the men tell-all, but... That's not as realistic unless someone is very – some men are very well-versed in speaking about their feelings and they feel really comfortable with it. It doesn't sound like he's that kind of guy. Yeah, and the way she sound off, signed off the email, it kind of lets you into, like, this dynamic of, like, hoping to not be crazy X number four. Like, I don't know if that's the perspective you want to have on a rela- – like, hoping to not be dumped. I think she's saying, like – He's if he's called them crazy, right? He would call me crazy. No, I understand that, but I'm. Yeah. I guess it's just like the way it's being. Like when she says, even in the beginning, she says that she's like I, a indefinite future. Mm-hmm. Like it to me when you're saying this is the one, then maybe you're afraid to have these like right. little so arguments that, so that it would prove you wrong, and maybe right. it wouldn't be the one. Maybe not be the one, or maybe they might find out it's not the one for them, and I'm ruined at that point. No, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys are on the way somewhere great on this road trip, <laughs> and I hope you don't have too much time left right. in the car. Actually, I hope you do, because what a great opportunity to talk about everything we just, uh, all this advice we just I gave think. You. Well, I think she'll be surprised. He'll, he's sitting there going, oh, someone saw my side of this. Maybe discussion. he'll say thank you at the um, at the show. Where they, what show are they going to? Milwaukee. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting... You better get your tickets to Milwaukee. Do you remember us? <laughs> We're the road trip couple. Here's our couples therapy bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Red flag or deal breaker? Everyone's favorite. J&J, longtime listener since 2017 here. Wow. Oh, my God. I feel like that old woman from the awkward sex email. Way back when, in 2017, a grand man of a person in his huge schlong. 
I've grown into my adulthood listening to you guys. Taking you through each of my situationships and relationships over the last five years. Can't thank you enough for your realness and sound advice. Red flag or deal breaker submission here. I've been seeing this guy for about a month now, and I know I'm really attracted to him. He seems to be checking all my boxes, but every time we get into the car together, he flips down the visor mirror to look at himself briefly. I can't decide if this makes him vain or just genuinely interested in fixing his hair or something. Thought of you guys immediately and wondered what you guys think of this. Sincerely playing Carly Simon's You're So Vain. What do you think? I do this. Really? I'm very vain. Yes. I, guess. Mike th- I, I think Mike thinks I'm pretty. Be- I I will do that frequently if I pass a mirror or if we're like going to. I think if you're going to go out too, you just do right. a double check of your, your, he does like, he, he'll make fun of like my mirror face. You know, like the face. Yeah, yeah. The Zoolander, yeah, blue, yeah. blue steel. Yeah, I think I, it's so funny. I mean, I think this is more common for women than men. Oh, I'm looking in every mirror. Oh, I'm you with are you. too. I'm, okay. I'm I don't think it's fuck. a big deal. Yeah. No, it's not a big deal. And also, it's just funny to do in the car like you're like, like on the highway, right? looking for adventure. You know, like if it's very like, you know, like Fonzarelli, you know, cool guy. Yeah. Flip it down, flip it up. Good I, to go. Like I think, it's a little cheesy, but I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I agree. I think she could make fun of him. Right. Which should be fine. But. How's everything look up there? Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> All good? It's just like, it, it's it's very old school. To, to, lo- me- to open the, yeah. To flip go- it down, flip it up. Ready to go. Let's go, girls. Right. <laughs> let's go girls yeah just it's just like i the visor mirror to me is such a 90s 80s it does make you think of like those movies right but maybe that's because we don't drive well also i would look in my phone camera right (laughs) right Right. (laughs) i'm so used to looking myself backwards on instagram story too right this guy's doing it old school yeah i'm fine with it it's cool he's cool in his vet um, all right, let's do another one. J and J, red flag or deal breaker. I recently went out with a guy I met on Hinge. A few days later, I was texting with him when I got a text from my best friend. The same guy had just liked her Hinge profile. <gasps> <laughs> she recognized him because I'd shown her his pictures after our date. Ordinarily, it wouldn't have phased me that he liked my friend's profile too, but in this case, I was in the picture he'd liked. In Maybe fact, he thought it was her. Was <laughs> <laughs> that oh, you? It's confused. I'm very clearly in not one, but two photos on her profile. Finding this hilarious, I mentioned it to him over text, and he said he couldn't make out my features in her photos. So red flag or deal breaker, they like pictures of you without recognizing you while talking to you. I like that she's like, I found this hilarious. Not, yeah, not at yeah. all. She's irritated that he's still on the app liking pictures of her friends. To me, it's it's sending like a clear message. You think he noticed? That he, he recognized her? I don't know. It is, if I... Sometimes when we do these dating app makeovers, I can't even... And I've fair. looked at a few of them. I'm like, I'm not... Even by the fourth one, I'm like, I'm still not really sure which one... Is you. Is you. Yeah. You guys all kind of look like young brunettes. Right. And, <laughs> and, and obviously you're looking at the profile through your eyes. So right. the picture of your friend is going to be... Sh- not as clear as you would be. Right. So it would be understandable that he would see this woman's profile and the picture of the other woman yeah. wouldn't be as clear or good. I would say it'd be a red flag at the least just because clearly he didn't enjoy the date that much. If he's not, right. I'm not on his mind enough that he's seeing a picture of me. and doesn't know not to like it. Right. Yeah. This is a tough one. Cause it's you'd been- have to, it's an admittance right. that you're like, yeah, it's fun, but we're just chilling. Yeah. Like, 
if you're down. I would be a little turned off by it. Yeah. Because, and also like he is active. Like he <laughs> That's is another on part these apps. Yeah. He's not only active, but he's um, active and not thinking about you at all. Clearly. <laughs> and also not apologetic. I mentioned it over text and he said, couldn't make you out. <laughs> oh, that was like, you? You all look the same to me. <laughs> Just trying to fuck on here. <laughs> like it has that vibe to it. Basically. Let's right. do one more. Okay. Love you guys. Red flag or deal breaker. He has a Christmas tree up in his apartment all year round. I went to a guy's apartment and he did an extravagant Christmas tree up and it was July. The lights were on and it was filled with ornaments. I regret not taking a pic to show you. When I asked about it, he acted like that was a normal thing to do. Deal breaker for me. I mean, especially for you, Jordana, you could have no. crushed this thing. Yeah, that's absurd. It's July. July. No. Is it fake? I mean, do the... Even if it's fake, you can put it away. Right. Like... I guess I, my only reason the fake question is because is it like getting everywhere is it dirt i would assume it well, goes no, it would, bad yeah, it, would ha- it would have to be fake i guess right because if it was real it would be dead by then yeah i mean acting like it's no big deal is the bigger that's problem. weird yeah right why are you not putting it away don't you have any sense of social norms right oh like if you say if he was like it's a joke i just love christmas and it reminds if he had a, re- he has to relate this to reality, and re- in reality, there's no Christmas tree up in July. Right, and you have to admit that that's very bizarre. It's like, what if someone had Halloween decorations up in February? <laughs> I'd be like, what is going on? Uh, right, I just they were love. Like, so? how- yeah, I, what's the movie about the three aunts? Hocus Pocus. I'm just a big Hocus Pocus fan. <laughs> I wanted that to be the theme of my apartment. I'd be like, uh, no, problem a, for another reason. That's <laughs> someone who's going to embarrass you in a lot of different ways. Right. Forward. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening to our first episode or watching our first YouTube episode. If you're watching and listening, if you're still an audio person. We um, solved dating again. We did it. And in video format. We did. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to both our podcasts on Apple or Spotify and our YouTube page, betches.co slash YouTube. We'll see you. No. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Back next week. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.